Welcome back to PS Voice. Today, LSE economist Philippe Legrain sits down with economist and NYU professor Nouriel Roubini to discuss Brexit in Europe and a global economy facing an increasingly vulnerable U.S. President Trump. And now, Germany and Switzerland. Especially since the euro crisis, um, Germany has taken a very dominant role within the European Union. And uh, it's been criticized by many. Um, at the same time, Germany is putting its um, national interest first. Um, do you think the European Union needs such a strong leader? And is Germany doing a good job in this regard? Well. Um the European Union and the Eurozone, of course, is a community of different countries. And officially, every country should have a similar weight, but larger countries have a greater role in what happens. And during the Eurozone crisis, like in any situation, uh, you know, if you have a creditor, you have leverage over those who are borrowers and debtors. And it's, of course, not just Germany, but Germany combined with uh, uh, the European Union with the ECB, with the IMF has provided support to the countries in the periphery that were in trouble. Um, and whether we like it or not, I think that Germany, given its key role in the Eurozone and Europe, is going to have a, a leading role in uh, essentially making sure that the Eurozone and the European Union uh, stick together. I think one sore point uh, there has been important last few years that traditionally there was a axis between France and Germany and the Germans have felt it because of the weak uh, French government. They didn't have a real partner. Uh, depending on the results of the French election, that axis may be reestablished if the German trust that France is going in the right direction in terms of economic policies. Any further integration of Europe and the Eurozone requires a dead axis because those are the two key countries that politically have been historically drivers of greater integration and so on. Of course, other countries matter, like Italy and Spain and so on. So I think that, uh, you know, of course, there are a number of aspects of the economic policies of Germany people can criticize. Uh, Germany is running a very large current account surplus, uh, and others have been saying that Germany could do more to cut its taxes, to increase wages, uh, to do more infrastructure spending, to rebalance the growth rate, and to boost also the economic growth of the rest of the Eurozone and the global economy. But at the same time, of course, uh, reforms have to occur also in the periphery of the Eurozone, and therefore, uh, you know, the Eurozone, you swim or sink together. It requires everybody doing their own share. Mm -hmm. Matthias, you had some questions about Switzerland. Yeah, right. Um, you mentioned the big um, current account surplus of Germany. Switzerland has it too, um, although Switzerland is a lot smaller country than um, than um, Germany. Um, it's it's running, or the, there's the risk that it is um, declared as a currency manipulator. How big do you think is the danger or the possibility that under um, that Washington is focusing on on Switzerland on that topic? Well, I think that the Swiss economy is small enough that probably the chances of being branded as a currency manipulator are, are, are relatively small. 
you know, besides running a large gun surplus, but the trade surplus is small. Most of it is uh, the interest uh, and uh, income that Switzerland earns on its foreign ownership of foreign assets is driving the large current account surplus rather than being a, a trade one. Uh, so I would not be, be particularly concerned on um, the U.S. branding uh, Switzerland as a currency manipulator. Uh, the Swiss National Bank is um, buying huge amounts of uh, euro to weaken the Swiss franc. And do you, th in your point of view, uh, and, and has been massively cr criticized for that, um, um, in your point of view, is uh, the SMB doing the right thing? Well, I think that uh, uh, the SMB has been trying to prevent excessive appreciation of the Swiss franc under the assumption that in a small open economy like Switzerland, excessive currency appreciation uh, is going to be negative for net exports and economic growth. It also leads to the risk of deflation, and deflation is negative because it increases the real value of debt and increases the risk of default. Uh, their defense of a formal peg failed, and they let the currency appreciate, but since then they've been trying to prevent excessive appreciation through a combination of uh, monetary policy being unconventional, like negative policy rates, and from time to time effects intervention to try to smooth excessive appreciation of the Swiss franc. I think that uh, maintaining a fixed exchange rate is very hard, and therefore giving up on that policy was inevitable. On the other side, you don't have... Uh, global shocks and other factors that lead to say safe haven effects into the Swiss franc leading to an excessive appreciation of your currency this damaging of your own economic growth. And therefore the currency value of the Swiss franc is going to remain managed given those concerns about the impact of a currency in a small open economy like Switzerland. Mm -hmm. May I ask you um, on the Swiss franc, um, what do you think? Is it uh, maybe weakening again as... Um after the elections in Europe and maybe the things are stabilizing? Um, the Swiss francs often has uh, rallies that are driven by risk of episodes. If there are worries about economic, financial or political risks, uh, then people tend to go into the Swiss franc. Um, and of course, there has been some uncertainty about results of various elections uh, in Europe, even if as of now it looks like Probably the populist parties are not going to come in power in some of the key economies. By next year, we'll have a Italian election. It's going to be a different story. So I would say that uh, all in all, those pressures right now are not uh, as serious as they were in other times, in recent times. You mentioned further integration of the EU. Um, do you have any particular areas or do you see any areas where this is particularly necessary, especially in the economic field and um, also to, to prevent, to, to come back to what we said in the beginning, to, to your um, warning about a, th um, a threat of disintegration? Well, what we're speaking about the EU as opposed to the Eurozone. I think that throughout Europe, part of that populist backlash against uh, Europe is in part this perception, rightly or wrongly, that you have a bunch of um, unelected bureaucrats in Brussels who take all of the decisions and what's in for me, in which way Europe is good for me. 
and arcane things that really don't affect your personal life uh, are not things that people can really relate to. So I think that the question mark is going to be right now, can you provide a variety of uh, public goods at the European level that the people of Europe can feel good about? And uh, among them, issues of security, uh, issues of coordination of policy against criminality and terrorism, maybe even gradually common forms of defense, having common migration policies, and things along those lines might be things that actually people are going to feel my money is usefully uh, spent for. I think at the end of the day, you're going to need stronger economic growth in Europe, a reduction in unemployment rate, because if you don't get that one, then people are going to rightly or wrongly blame Europe rather than blaming necessarily their own governments. Because the blame tend to always to put to somebody outside of your own country, even if your poor economic policy at the country level might be the source of the problem. But uh, over time, uh, you're going to need uh, uh, to give people the sense that uh, Europe is good for you on a broad range of dimension. Otherwise, the pushback against Europe is going to become uh, uh, more severe. Thanks for listening to PS Voice. Go beyond the news with Project Syndicate by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and by reading our greatest minds at www.project-syndicate.org. 